Hey everybody, it's Steve from the Keychains Podcast. Just a quick note before we start this episode. Uh, this episode was filmed live at the Vault Tour Atlanta, so it's going to be a little bit noisy. Uh, we did our best to try to find some quiet spaces uh, so we could record there without too much interruption or, or anything like that. But just know there's going to be some background noise. Uh, if you guys have any questions, just let us know at uh, Keychains Podcast. Uh, sorry, Keychains Pod at gmail.com. And uh, we can answer any questions you have there. All right, here's the episode. All right, good morning, everybody. It's Steve from the Keychains Podcast, sitting here on a porch in Atlanta. Staring out at the uh, the Atlanta skyline with a uh, friend of the show, Brian. Let's go, Brian. Good morning. Lovely morning today in Atlanta. Yeah. Sitting out here enjoying a coffee. That's the way to start any day. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Ryan's currently occupied somewhere else, so we're gonna talk without him, and maybe we'll talk with him again later. Or about him. Hmm. That's always a possibility. So. Uh, for those of you who don't remember, uh, Atlanta Vault Tour is going to be a triple sealed format, which is the first time we've done anything like that. It is indeed. It'll be interesting to try it out. Uh, we, despite our like best efforts at actually trying yeah. to do it, Couldn't find it locally to buy and try. So, so, so yeah. So, <clears throat> you were looking. What, what are you looking for in your house? Your your deck houses. Well, you know, hopefully I'll just get three shadow houses and, you know, just race to the end in no time. But I think, you know, Shadows, Dece, Robnar, Shadows, Dece, uh, Sanctum, you know, something with some speed, something with some screw with your neighbor and some with uh, punch in it, so. Yeah, thinking about the, the Shadows, uh, Dece, Robnar, house combo, that seems pretty rude in, in the sense of, like, not letting your amber ha- your opponent have any amber that's yeah. that's kind of rough um and th- i mean then sanctum sanctum's a, a fun choice just in the sense of being like that that secondary st- or tertiary support house just to keep your your kind of rude things on the table while wall uh, of bodies yeah yeah uh for me I'm, I'm hoping for something similar just thinking maybe more on the the shadows dece untamed side of things uh just to keep that uh, key charge ready and <laughs> ready and waiting. Uh, but yeah, so I think we'll check in later, and uh, maybe we'll we'll have uh, some time to to chat before we actually start talk about our decks. But again, depends how long that takes. You know, hopefully you just pull that perfect deck right off the bat, and you know, and you know, off you go. Yep. Don't even look at the next two. Just the first one out yeah. of the box. Go. <laughs> Ready to keep it spicy. Yeah, I, sing- <laughs> I have the option of triple sealed, but I'm just going for a single deck. Single. single deck sealed. Hardcore, man. Just going to throw the other two back <laughs> in my bag, not even, not even worry about it. Maybe just look at the staff member and be like, no, I don't, I don't need the other I'm two. Good. I'm fine. All right, guys. Well, we will catch up with you uh, shortly. All right, so we're continuing our uh, Volt Tour coverage here. We've got Brian and Ryan here. What's up, guys? This is uh, this is an interesting place. It is. I've I've this atrium. So we're yeah. So we're in the atrium of the uh, what the hell is this thing uh, called? The Omni, Omni Hotel. The Omni Hotel slash CNN headquarters. Slash CNN headquarters. Oh, oh good for them. They got a whole headquarters. Got a whole world right over there. Right. Uh, and so we're in the atrium. So it's a big. There's like what? Oh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's like twelve stories tall. The ceiling. Uh, and there's just a bunch of tables and you know fellow nerds. It looks cool. Like it, this is. It's a nice setup. Yeah, this is cozy. Is. Not very expandable. Yeah. If uh, if there's more volume than they're anticipating. True. Uh, unless they obviously go to a new area, but it's really nice. Yeah, like compared to like Gen Con, like the the main like Gen Con floor, this is this is neat. Yeah. So, so earlier Ryan, I asked Brian what houses he was looking for. I feel like your answers are probably going to be likely the same. Probably. But uh, what, what are you looking for? Uh, well, so there's the fun side of me, and then there's the side of me that wants to day two. And I think the fun side of me is looking for, like, Logos and Dis 
and maybe untamed so I can pull off some crazy shenanigans. Uh, but the part of me that wants to make it to day two is definitely looking for shadows, dis, and probably untamed. Um, uh. Unless, unless like that, that third house, like it doesn't have to be untamed. Untamed usually seems to have a higher proportion of good cards in yeah. general. Um, you could potentially luck out and get a really strong Logos house, really strong Sanctum house. So I'm not, not married to the untamed, but I think that's the, that's the one that's generally, uh, on average, a stronger house to look for. Yeah, uh, so I'm annoyed that uh, we now have agreed on something. That, <laughs> that's annoying. Uh, but yeah. Time to wrap this up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. New, new, new venture. Um, so yeah, we peeked at the prize wall yep. too. That looks pretty cool. There was some neat stuff there. Brian was a little offended that the key short, the key chains, or key forge stuff wasn't in a case. Like the Star Wars stuff. I think we should have equal representation here. Uh, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I agree. And wall might be an overstatement. Yeah. Table. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's the prize tables. <laughs> Did you peek? Have, have any chairs or the table to give away? I don't know what there is. I guess they're not shooting for the moon here. Uh, but I mean, you got to think. Well, that takes some time. Like there's some carrying around there. They can also run the numbers and see if anyone has even gotten yeah. those things. Yeah. So like they know I, how many Ember Charms everyone has, and they can say like no one, even if they win every possible thing, is going to have enough Ember Shards to. Well, it's Get like it's seven hundred, right, for the the chair? Thousand. Yeah, which is doable. Or a thousand. Is it a thousand? Is it a thousand? Thousand chair, two thousand for the table. Yeah, yeah. I, so I guess it'd be like what? you'd have to have gone to one, two Volturs in a row. Right, but the and I guess the oh, that's right, I forgot. Yeah, somebody like, took yeah. down like what eight hundred at one of the Volturs. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they. I mean, you know, so I guess as long as they, they just reach out, and be like, hey, you're coming. Are yeah. you planning on getting in the chair? <laughs> okay, no, then we're not going to bring it. We're going to show that off. <laughs> no gaming table either. No. Well, the gaming table, I'm sure, isn't... Oh, I guess it is already made, isn't it? Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's a dropship from the UK or something, isn't it? Yeah. Right, so I imagine they don't just schlep that around. around. Yeah. yeah, and the off chance that someone has it. I think that's one of those things you go up and be like, I want the table, and they're like, all right, we'll ship it to you. We'll ship it to your house. Because like, I don't know how we would get that home either. Right. Right. Like we're flying home. Like, yeah, no, but this, this is carry-on. Check, check my luggage. <laughs> just snap the legs off. Sir, that's like, furniture. <laughs> There's a weight limit even still. <laughs> what do you mean I need to check this? <laughs> Hit you with one of the legs. Look, I can fit this in the slot. Yeah, I'll pay for an extra seat. It's not going to fit an extra seat, sir. You have to buy a row. Uh, but yeah. I Wait, mean, what do you mean I have to pay for an extra seat for the gaming chair? I'll just sit in the gaming chair. I don't know. It's a chair. <laughs> it's literally. So, so Brian, are you planning on taking home anything from the vault, the, the prize vault today? Honestly, I don't think so. Unless there's something that's specific for Atlanta, like there might be some buttons or something for Atlanta, because I'm signing for both of the Gen Con ones. Kind of yeah. keep pulling those points to get something like a little little higher up the scale if I can. Yeah, that's fair. You know. So I, one thing to note, they said the prize wall doesn't open until after round one. Mm -hmm. So if you are going to attend a vault tour and um, don't bring your own keys because you want to get vault keys or don't yep. bring your own play mat, yeah. you're going to go around without. Yeah. Which they do have materials here yeah. if you don't have your own stuff but or if you're running illegal stuff. like. The so, forbidden dice. The forbidden dice. But you won't be able to get anything. Dun, dun, <laughs> you, won't, you won't be able to get anything from the wall until after round one. At least at this event. It yeah. might be different in other events. Yeah, it was actually interesting reading the the email from Cascade where they're like, very much like just reiterating all of yeah. the rules for Keyforge, which was kind of nice. Yeah. Like you're just like, you, if you missed it this at this point, it's on you. Yeah. I still, I guarantee someone's gonna scan their decks. Guarantee yeah. it. Oh yeah. It's gonna happen. It's gonna be. We could be like a, make like a little bingo board of things that will happen. Yeah. <laughs> like someone will get bait and switched out of an entire key. Yeah. Someone will use dice. That would have been actually pretty fun to do for ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Some someone will use okay. dice. Someone will uh, someone will scan their deck. Take like, a note for Gen Con. <laughs> to achieve keyboard yeah. tour bingo. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Someone will forget to forge a key. Yeah. I think I'm gonna take home a play mat tonight. Today. I mean, I'm just entering the vault tour. I like have enough for the play right. So it's then... it's 30 for the vault tour, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm torn because I want those metal keys. And if, but... you, and if you lose every round, it's another 30. That's right. And then three for the so deck. That's 60. So you're at 63 already. That's yeah. true. Just for Didn't you up. already have right. you already have a set of metal keys? No, no you got the set of metal keys. keys. You cheesed me out of them I by did. winning. I, yeah, <laughs> that was, it really was annoying. Look, and, and I chose them, whatever. Look, so far, Brian has cheesed two people out of wins by no. just being better than us. Yeah, that's so rude. So I have 80, so I, I have 80 minus 70 if I want the keys, that leaves me 10 plus the 60. 60 63. So at the end of the day, I can walk away with a play mat. Yeah. All five yeah. players. All right, so I think uh, we'll check back in. Yeah. Well, we're going to try to check in before. We'll check in quick after each round if yeah. we can. Well, 
the other thing I'd like to do is like maybe check in after we pick decks. Like, I mean, oh yeah, right. We'll have time. We'll, 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 I, I assume that, yeah. we'll yeah. we'll sit with sit each together. other. And do it, yeah. You know, and then of course the first three rounds will just be us paired against each other. Right? Yeah, and because then we'll already all know. We'll already know. Each other, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly how that works. Maybe we shouldn't do this. <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you guys the wrong deck. You're like, no, I'm gonna go this. I'm going this one. Oh, that's an odd choice. No, no, I feel it. Well, actually, that's not maybe not a bad idea. Triple pit lord deck. Yeah. And again, apologize for the background noise. Like, you know, we are doing this intentionally just yeah. so suck it up buttercup yeah um but uh the thing that i will say too is um maybe that we, that's the thing is we can talk about the decks we didn't pick yeah and we can do that instead yeah all right cool so uh we're gonna button it up here and then uh, we'll uh reconvene sounds good all right sweet all right brian we're at the end of round two or at round one Oof, man we just went into the future he's, he's a time traveler yeah uh how'd you do I did not win. Oh. It was fun. It was great. I played against this guy, Alex. He was really cool. It was uh, fun. We both had very fast decks. We were done in literally no time. Like, flew right through it. Uh, and it was it was fun. It was a fun race. You know, I, I, like the, I like the deck I have. It's not uh, a competitive deck or a deck that's going to win, but it's a fun deck. And, you know, it'll win a few games today. All so, right. I had a good time playing it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's still going to be one of those things where it's just like because it's sealed, like, even the fun decks are going to yeah. pull some stuff. Uh, I won. Uh, I it was a fun race as well, mm-hmm. uh, and it came down to me having a turn that was uh, a full moon turn with uh, four dis uh, four untamed creatures, uh, one of them being Dust Pixie at the end of it. That's a three uh, for yeah, it's a good bonkers bonkers turn. Uh, but you know my opponent had shadows. Uh, I wasn't really comfortable making the play, but it was kind of like the only play I had at that point. Uh, and then it came to his turn, he shredded me, uh-huh. and then played a fair game after that, and then swapped it back so I had enough to forge a key uh, at the start of my turn, and he, so uh, that was like, that was a great fun play. Uh-huh. I really enjoyed like what that was about. Like, I, that was awesome that he like wanted to, yep. to make that risk. I like when people do that. He's playing big. Yeah, so uh, that was cool. So how did you do? I got crushed by uh, Kodamron of Bouncing Death Quark. Oh, you did you play against him in the first round? First round, yeah, awesome. I get one of the most competitive players that I know, and I got annihilated. Uh, I don't think, I think I maybe made a couple little misplays, but I think even if I played perfectly, he there was yeah, no, no possible way. way that I won that game. Yeah. Yeah. He just came out swinging. Um, I mean, I had, I, had a, I had a decent start, but he stunned everything I had. I had to take a turn off trying to fix that. He had a turn one key to diss. Ooh. So... I'm like staring this thing down like well I have to play he's a good player so he's not going to pop it prematurely he's going to pop it at max value so I have to give him as much value as I can afford to get him to pop it it. but like then I'm like I also want to sandbag some stuff and he just not only did he pop it at the right time I couldn't get enough stuff to stay on the board and he just reap 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 he had three keys and like four turns or something it was just ridiculous and then of course I'm like all right, I get crystal hive which is a Mars artifact that you can um, you use it and then every time you reap for that turn you get an extra ember Mm -hmm. and so he had been sandbagging a poltergeist so yeah so like he plays poltergeist (laughs) so he he uses my crystal hive and destroys it and then he just double reaps gets up to like 10 ember on last I'm like I don't even have stealing in this deck (laughs) so there is literally nothing I could do to stop this this third key it was just Thank you for putting he's him great. In. He's, he's, a, he's a fantastic player. He's a great guy. Yeah. So it was at least Thank the you most for putting him in the winning bracket so I don't have to see Right. It, it was it was a pleasantly that. brutal experience. Nice. Um, yeah. nice. And it was I just man. The, the people here have been great. Yeah. Like just the people sitting around everybody's having fun. It's like it's, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah, we had we had a great conversation yeah. with the Repout guys before we yeah. started playing. That was pretty Super awesome. Nice guys. Yeah, that was great. So so yeah, uh, actually, I learned that uh, I sat next to the guy that gave us the five star review with oh. uh, the Emma Handy, oh, okay, like nice. being mad and blaming me <laughs> for not posting up that picture. Yeah, no, I, I was... did tell him that I have the picture and I will do that, but oh, <laughs> I, I think I did post it for some. I gave it to somebody who asked us about it on Instagram. Oh, there was more people. But, okay, no, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize there was multiple people. No, no, no. So but yeah, so uh, I guess it's on to round two here shortly. Round I think two? we got a few more minutes before yeah. that starts. Yeah, so yeah, ten minutes yeah. left this round. I time think. to time most to... people are done. Salt our wounds. Yeah, or <laughs> revel in our victories. Yeah, yeah. For, for those of us that did. <laughs> All right, great. We'll catch up in round two. All right, so now we're at the end of round two for real this time, not Steve's made up land. <laughs> How'd you guys do? How about you, Brian? So are you. Got smoked. Yeah. I ran against the same three houses. Uh, he, it was a much better deck than the last one, and the crushing better. So <laughs> it was, uh, it was right. not good. Uh, I lost as well. So it's funny, uh, at the end of last round, I was like, you know, 
in sealed, it's interesting because if I took a deck that had, so one of my other options for a deck was a high Ember generation deck, and I was like, there's not a tremendous amount of Ember control in sealed. Like, you might be able to get away with it. So maybe if I'd gone with that deck, I could have just outraced everything they tried to do. Yeah. So that was that was kind of my thinking going into round two. But uh, the guy I sat down across, that deck would have just got annihilated as well. The other deck, so the, the, my round went, uh, I'm going to do a thing. And then he had the answer for that thing. Like, I'm going to do a bunch yeah. of things. It's like, I have the answer for all of those things. I'm like, come on. He had like, bait switch, uh, the burn the stockpile, miasma. It was just like, I was I seriously had... I had a, a six or more ember set up. Oh, and then he had iron obelisk. So I had I had six or more ember for like, I think, starting on turn two. I think I had six or more ember like almost the entire rest of the game. And he would either just knock me back below six or like just stall the the key thing. I yep. even had a, I had grabber jammer and um, the the pack. Mm -hmm. um, the one that so his oh, keys comp. cost three. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. His keys cost three more. Still, just like Jeez. overran everything. I so you know to how do. we were talking about how save the pack is an awful card. Yeah. Turns out, Maverick Fire Spitter <laughs> and save the pack is a kick in the balls. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> just a small one. It was awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's good to see. And like the highlight, I think the highlight of my game was he's never seen a Shatterstorm before. Yep. So when I took nine of his Ember away from my three. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. Well, like, he had nine ember to your three. Oh, yeah. You shatter storm, yeah. and then he still beat I had beat one you. when I started. I had to leave twice <laughs> to get there. That's great. That's great. Yeah, my game was, uh, I won mine. Uh, I, it was weird because, like, he came out of the gate, like, very controlly, like, very strong. And I was like, oh, man, I don't, I don't know if I got this one. Like, he ended up forging the first key, and my uh, starting hand was, like, slow compared to the first game that I played. And, uh... I had finally gotten my first key forged. We were kind of like trading back and forth, uh, and uh, maybe small, maybe small bit of feedback for for Steve at Strategic Dino. Uh, he thought I had forged my second key because he saw the yellow in the yeah. on the opposite side, mm -hmm. and was like, "Oh, well, you." So he played his turn. I had five, uh, six amber because he could only steal away one, and he was like, "Oh, well, my turn's over, or the game's over." I'm like, "No, I still have one key." to forge so I think I'm gonna I did the first game where I was putting the amber on the keys uh, I think I'm gonna go back to that specifically because of that situation well, also I, I've, I noticed the same yeah. thing about that uh, the yellow key so that's the first one I flipped now yeah yeah that's not a bad idea then too since it doesn't matter right now yeah <laughs> um, but I, I think that kind of just put him on like off yeah. step a little bit uh, that sucks. and then yeah because he would have played a like, totally different turn that that yeah. turn but he was just like well I can't win so right so you just gotta um, but then, but then on top of that, at the end, I got all of my fast cards like right yeah. at the end. Like so it I had, what he did. right? right. Like, I mean, well, it might have still, but yeah. he he didn't think he didn't think so. Um, but like I was just like the thing that I've been I was trying to do just because given the nature of the way my deck is playing right now is I'm like I'm just gonna I know I have enough backup that if I play into a bait and switch or uh, too much protect, which I did play into a too much protect, mm -hmm. but you only ended up getting one out of it. Yeah. Um, you can't, in sealed, you can't just assume that they have, like, like. You well, only... it, it feels it feels better to safely play that way, yeah. but then at a certain point, it's just like I have to turn this on yeah. and go, yeah. and then speed. just and then just let and let the cards play as they lie. Yep. Uh, so far, that's worked out perfectly for me. I'm sure I'm gonna run into somebody at some point that's gonna have, like, because right now, like, I'm not calling it a racing deck, because it actually has like a lot of it has a lot more control. It has three, like, cowards ends in it. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, I actually had a turn where I had two trolls out and my two war chests. So I cracked the two, I, I killed two of his creatures with the, the trolls, dropped the, the, uh, uh, the two war chests, and then played save uh, our uh, coward's end to kill the rest of his board. And then I was like, well, yeah, like now that put me on my next key. And then that's pretty much nice. So, yeah, it's been good so far. So uh, we'll see how turn uh, round three goes. Mm -hmm. yeah. but, so are, you, uh, are you dropping, Brian? Now you're zero and two. No way, man! I got five points for losing. Yeah. I I'm still, I mean, still <laughs> might be able to get a couple wins and get yeah, myself exactly. in that by the yeah. end. Like I, like, like I said at the beginning, when I looked at my deck, I'm feeling very good about rounds four through six. Yeah. yeah. So see, that's, that's where I, that's where I feel I might shot. Yeah. See, <laughs> I, I, like I'm so far, I'm on track to end the day three and three. Yeah. yeah. Right. Until exactly. I hit the fourth loss, then exactly. I'm, then you know, that was my that was my call. And all the pressure day two is off me now. Right. Yeah. Now I got really get in the groove. Yeah. So now you can just play your A game instead of first two rounds. <laughs> I can really get on it. Yeah. <laughs> no, All right. Cool. I'm still, and I'm still having a blast. Everyone is still. Everyone's, yeah. Yeah. Everyone's awesome. Nice. Yeah. yeah. The face, the, the look on his face when I dropped that shatter stuff, he's like, <laughs> what the like, hell is that? Never saw that. Because yeah. he's like, I've got nothing to worry about those houses. 
what the hell is that? <laughs> I'm like, okay, that was all the problem. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, so we will uh, sync back up with each other after round three. Yeah, sounds all good. Right, cool. Don't worry about me. You guys do your thing. All right, so we're at the end of round three now, and I actually got to play with Codamron. How's so it going? Was, that was pretty fun. Steve, oh my God. Steven and I just finished playing one of the best games of Keyforge I've ever played, and I say that without exaggeration. <laughs> um, if I, I've, I just had to write down my whole war story of this game. <laughs> so uh, you got him in. Go. All right, so I'm, this, is, this is sealed. This is round three. We're both 2-0. This is Atlanta. What, what is today? May 25th? Yep. All right, so round three, we're both 2-0. This is an important game. If you go if you go 5-1, you get to the next day. If you don't, you don't. Yep. So, important game, being 2-0. Being 3-0 being is a good place. So, um, I start this game behind. Uh, he opens on Dew Fairy into turn 2 Dust Pixie and just, like, passed. And I'm looking at this guy like, why aren't you playing cards? But he's sitting on, like, 5 or 6 Amber. And I have some bumps he plays. I play a little bit of capture here and there. I think I get value out of uh, killing his Dust Pixie with the... Uh, Who's the guy? The Brobner guy. Yeah. Six. Yeah. The... Bulba, not Bulba. The other Crump. guy. Crump. Crump. Yeah. Um, and I spend a lot of time actually taking out his Amber, like more than my deck really should. I'm getting max value because he's getting to just the right amount that I can stop him. Yep. So I stop him on a lot of keys. And looking at the board, hey, look, we're actually even now. Yep. And I, I still feel way, way behind, but I'm slowly growing what's going on. Then he does this thing where he still has his Dew Fairy, which he's been reaping with like a monster. And he goes Shadow Self Nexus next to them. And I'm looking at my hand. I, I'm holding, I have a cannon on board. So that could, that was gonna kill the dust, the Dew Fairy. Not gonna happen anymore because of the Shadow Self. And I can't play my four card dis hand. It's Poltergeist, Arise, Key to Dis, and Dominator Bobble. Now he's got a Nexus. So I make, I make a hard call and I go, okay. Um, I think I get to reap up my Charette or something. Mm -hmm. I'm not putting him in check or anything. But I play out my cards and I go, uh, I, I play the Poltergeist for nothing. I don't even think I, I kill anything with it. I think I just discard it because I didn't want to kill any right. of my artifacts. Right. I thought about using it on... You can't use it on one of the tapped ones. It right. doesn't work like that. Um, I wouldn't get the effect. So, I what I do is I play... I discard the Arise, I discard the Poltergeist, and I play the Bobble and the Key to Disc. And I said, go ahead, yeah, have fun with this. Yep. I've got some guys, but there. I would like to pop the Key to Disc. I think I've got like two guys off house. Um, but yeah. So on his turn, he goes Shadows again, and he does some fancy reaping stuff to get Nexus into Bobble, into Dew Fairy for value. And I'm mad at this, but, <laughs> but I'm like, okay, I guess we'll just, that, that, that was the plan, and I think he forges a key, or maybe I get the Charite or something. But um, yeah, that was rough. So mid game this, then the mid game comes, and I feel like I'm getting more value out of the board at this point. Mm -hmm. My deck is filled with big boys, uh, big Brobnar Sanctum cards, uh, nothing is lower than a four in my deck, so yep. he's having trouble killing them. I think you relentless whispers for no value. At one it point. did. I just w did it for the amber and get the two damage on something. And I even I even took a note. I think this was actually before the shadow self came down. It was because you you didn't play it on your own dust pixie. You could have, but you didn't. Right. And that's fine. Uh, that that's the difference between me getting all of my value and you uh, just playing more cards, which yep. was your strategy. I think that was fine. Yep. Um, and so the mid game comes and. I'm building a bigger board, and I get smacked with the coward's end, and I go, okay, fine. <laughs> like, that happens. So I keep playing cards, and he's... I'm keeping a bigger board. I'm trying to keep him off the keys as much as I can, but, you know, we each get a key or two. Another coward's end comes down. I go, okay. I, I don't know. There, there might... There, I've, I've heard that there's a guy with three coward's end. This might be the guy. So we're both at two keys. We're both at, like, half... They're, like, three amber each or something. Yeah. It is tight. And I have, like, a small board. I yep. have, like, two or three guys. They're Brobnar. And they're I think they're both Bumpsy. They're, and one of them is super big because he has Blood of the Titans. Yep. <laughs> um, so I don't have any way to take his Amber on board. Oh, you had a, there was a mid-game area with a big twig and a bear. Yeah. Where you fought really well. You, you killed my one guy with, a, with, the, with the bear. Yep. And then you left my pit demon on the board with the big twig. Which yeah, was, I didn't really have a choice. I had to reap with the big twig at that point to stun it. But you chose not to kill the the... Uh, you chose not to kill the pit demon. You right. chose to stun him, and I thought that was a great play, even though I, I didn't understand the logic at the time. <laughs> it, it ended up being right. So he, he got wiped with wiped with the cowards in anyway. So yep. end game comes, and I noticed that he draws the last card of his deck. Right. So Steven's got a billion chains because of his. Uh, he's only <laughs> so got five many cards. Chains. I, and I kind of realized that I'm as long as I keep getting incremental value, his chains will get get me there faster. Yep. 
So I, I, I realize he's got no cards in deck, and I take a pause. I look through his whole discard pile, and I realize, okay, there's three Brobnar cards in there. There's two... Uh, there's, there's, a, there's a Shadows and yep. an Untamed. Yep. And I go, okay. I have a big brain play. So I have a Snudge on the board, and I think he's Flame Wreath at the time. Yep. Yes. He was. So I play my... I, I fight with the Bumpsy into his Naughty Defeat. He played yep. a Naughty. I, I normally wouldn't fight into this guy. I have a War, cha a war Chest, but I, I, as a player, would be reaping. But I know something he doesn't. Yeah. I know that there's that, that there's a third Coward's End. And I, I do a thing where I call my shot. I fight into the thing with the Bumpsy to get the Elusive. I fight into it again with my with the Ganger Chieftain getting Snudge to fight into him and bounces. The right play would be to bounce the um, Ritual of Balance. Right. But I say, no, if you're holding three Brobnar cards, I'm giving you your Gauntlet of Command back. Yep. You're going to declare Brobnar and not get any value. So I give him his Gauntlet back. Now Snudge has two damage on it. Then I say, I look, I, I look Steve in the eye and I go, I'm calling my shot. And I use my own cannon on my Bumpsy with Blood yep. of the Titans. <laughs> So I'm like, if you're holding Coward's End, I know. I'm just letting you know that I know. <laughs> um, it, it was, it was, it was well done. It was, <laughs> it was so well. Like I thought so far out, and it turns out it paid off. It did. So absolutely did. So Stephen does this thing where I'm holding a gatekeeper and he doesn't know it, and, and that captures when he's at seven. So he keeps going to six, and I go, ugh. So I play my Raiding Knight and I play my other guy. Oh. At one point, Stephen asked me, "You only played one creature this turn." He goes, so "You only played stupid. one creature this turn, right?" And I go, "Oh, so you're holding Life Web?" Yep. Thanks. <laughs> I realized the moment the words came out of my mouth, I immediately went, "Ah, oh, crap!" <laughs> like, and I, why did I say that? And I'm like, "Come on, Stephen, you got to give me more credit than that. <laughs> Just show me the card next time." I probably should have. Um, so I play that two Sanctum creatures. One of them is the Raiding Knight to get him off the key. Then he, instead of playing his Brobnar turn. I don't think I was threatening a forge at that point. You, no, I was. Uh, you I was were. At six. You were. We were at six to five, so this was tight. Yeah. So he ritual of balances and say you have to have the steel back, and I'm looking at my hand and I don't have it. All of my cap, all of my steel is like play effects on Bumpsy. Um, I can't. I have a Ganger Chieftain with another uh, Crump in my hand, but I can't play it because I can't fight into anything to kill to take his Amber. Right. And I almost scoop, and then I realize I'm actually holding the Poltergeist to use his ritual of balance back. And then that gets me to six, him to five. And then I do a bigger, big brain play. <laughs> I was so proud of this play. It's it, so it, good. It didn't matter. But I'm the only guy with a board. And my board is gigantic. I reap with a couple guys. And then I go three fates. And I kill my own crump, my Chanian Atophile, and my other crump. The one with the blood of the titans first. This puts both crumps in my discard pile. And then I play Arise. So this puts me at a five-card Brobnar hand with two crump, with two Bumpsies, a crump, and a ganger chieftain. So I'm ready for the next turn when I'm not going to be able to, like, when I have to steal him from again. But, it, right. but, but that was just the game. Yeah, it was and great. It was... Probably, wow. Yeah, it was probably the best game I've played all weekend so far. Like, that was... And, like, it's been pretty pretty good weekend just compared to with opponents regardless. But, man, like, that was... That was fantastic. So I thank you again. I'm going to shake your hand one more time. No one on the podcast can hear that, but that's fine. Uh, so yeah, again, thanks, man, and uh, thanks for sitting down and talking about it. Absolutely, right. I took I took super notes on that game because there were a lot of parts of it that were really interesting. That I feel like I played very well, and you I did. also feel like you were playing optimally until the end. Yeah, yeah. I really think that at the end, if you had played out your Robnar turn when yeah. I gave you the turn opportunity to, it may not. It just gives you more. It shuffles your deck back. Yep. And now I don't know. I have I don't have perfect knowledge. Right. And that I think was a big deal. Yeah, it absolutely was. Like I, I think in the end there, I was just kind of like trying to just mentally process like what you could take away from me at the time because I, I didn't know about the poltergeist. And I forgot about it. Yeah, it, it was very reasonable. Like I'm, I'm not saying that your turn was bad. You're like, if oh, no. I can just get there and I can't stop you, right. then it's over. Right. And in a sealed environment, I think I would make the same play. Yeah. I think in a sealed environment, then like not playing creatures to get uh, crumped again or something yep. and you're not going to get value out of them anyway uh, just get to six and in sealed no one's going to have the answer Right. I almost didn't you, but, I, yeah. but I, I, I thought I, I was holding the, uh, the gatekeeper and wasn't going to be able to get it because he was at seven and I was so out of it and I go wait there's, I have to do my homework there's a play here Yeah. and I, and I had it yeah it's great great game alright so uh, we're going to go prep for round four now so yeah. let's, get, let's go do that alright thanks, thanks man all right, so I guess we're at the end of round six here. Yeah. Uh, I didn't make it. 
You know, so it's close, man. You're you were you were four and one going into the last round of day yeah. one, and that's just an accomplishment for for phenomenal. for filthy casuals. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yep. it was. Um, what ended up undoing me was pretty much the exact mirror of my deck. Ah, that's uh, the worst thing you went up against. Then it's just pure run. He had uh, <laughs> the difference was he had Mars instead of um, Robnar, I think, mm-hmm. uh, and he just he had a much just. Like, like where my deck was more, I'm just gonna, like like Code Amron said, like just I'm my whole goal is just play more cards than you, yep. and uh, he just had I can play cards from my discard pile better. Like yeah. he had a turn where uh, I, so my opening hand had I drew all three of my save the our coward's ends, mm-hmm. and I was like, well I'm not keeping that hand. That's going in the trash. Uh, so then I, I got, you know, I got a hand that was a little bit better. It was, uh, it was actually similar to my right, round five, right, of Smiling Ruth and uh, uh, Naughty. So I ended up playing that and kind of kept going from there. And then we just had, he had a Murmuk out, a Grabber Jammer. Like, he just became, and then he was, like, he also just had, like, a deck that was just fast with Ember. Like, so, like, we were just constantly throwing down cards and just, Pulling, you know, the, the the piles are getting higher, and I just didn't have a way of stopping him. So uh, it, that ended up, and he had a couple ways to, to uh, snake me out of it. So it was that was kind of a bummer. So but. I wonder if the best strategy is speed. Mm. Just like, like obviously, if you can get the the stumble, if you can get stealing control, ember control, that kind of thing, then that's great. But if you have to choose between control and speed, I, I wonder if speed. speed is just the way to go. Yeah, like if, if if they can't throw enough hurdles in front of you, right? You just ask right. that question. Be like, can you stop me? Yeah. No, I right. win. Well, that was my that was my round five, and we didn't really talk about that. But like my round five was that it was just like he had a really great disincentive that would have been awesome around about just keeping me out. But like if if your if your board had anything to do with his board, yeah, right? yeah, it was just like <laughs> it didn't matter. Like uh, it was he and he didn't have a lot of ways of taking Amber from me. Yeah. So it was just me going six check. What do you got? Mm-hmm. Okay, I forge six check. What do you got? You know. So and then like and then my poor round five guy that. that that was a lot. I I think that game ended on turn five. Yeah. So it was just... And that happens. Yeah, yeah. It, it was just That's the nature of a best-of-one format, is you're yeah. going to get yep. games where you just blow the other person yep. out and they don't even have a chance. I think all yep. of our turns game yeah. five were that same exact thing. Yeah. yeah. It's like they just run right to the end. Yeah. yeah. So how was your... Uh, how was your... My last game My last game was, was really... Uh, it was really. It was close. It was a lot of fun. He, he, was, he had a lot more control and those kind of things, but I had the board, and my deck was just firing off pretty well. I, I survived two bait, baits and switches. Wow. Um, I, I was able to fire off a Shatterstorm for 10. <laughs> I, took, I took 10 away from him. So I think we're probably even on what we, what we stole from each other. Um, Ember uh, had the Ember Spider out there. That's one that if you play any you play any Ember, it goes on that spider. Uh, and until you kill that spider, it's going to sit there. Yep. Next to a Dominator. Uh, <laughs> again. And had, yeah. a, had a really strong board. And we were kind of we were going pretty neck and neck for the first two keys. And then... And, he was he got his hand he got his deck back so he got his discard back. He did have reverse time in his deck, so he had two bait and switches. So I was worried about those coming in. Last hand I had a bonkers final hand. I had two full moons, Niffle Ape, Mermook, and Dust Pixie, and Nature's Call. So I played all those down and ended up with 19 Ember, and he couldn't he couldn't stop it that far away. Yeah. That far deep. Yeah. And so I mean that just tells me that that having a high Ember generation is the the strategy. Because yeah. my deck does not have high Ember generation. Mm-hmm. It's decent. But it's a creature. It's got like twenty creatures in it, yeah. nineteen creatures, something like that. And it's it's like the, the, my first three rounds were a. Uh, it was my deck telling me, "This is my worst that I can do. I will give you the. I will give you two cards of every house in every hand. I will uh, give you all of the cards that care about fighting with none of your creatures from that house. Right. Like you know, I will give you all of the the inconsequential stuff with the things that don't matter about this. It was, it was just a, a course in the anti-synergy that mm-hmm. was possible with my deck. Yeah. And then my last three rounds, the deck was like, okay, I think you've learned your lesson. Yeah. You're no longer grounded. Yep. So now I'm going to show you what I can do. Yeah. And of course... Gave you the gas pedal. Right, and it was crazy. It's like, I'm, I've got, I've got like, you know, like Mars card here, Mars card here, put another one out, Ether Spider, Dominator, like I've got Grabber Jammer out, and then uh, the, the pack. Uh, uh, save the pack? No, no, no. the oh, uh, Jammer pack. Jammer, jammer pack, pack. Yeah. thank yeah. you. Like a grabber jammer with jammer pack next to the dominator with oh. the ether spider on the other side, so it's like you Yay. have no chance. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then like you know my my logos actually has a good amount number of creatures, so I'm mm-hmm. like okay cool I can double lab work play out mother mm-hmm. uh, you know put to, like it was and then and then on following turns if I get cool logo stuff I want to use I have creatures on the table I can reap with. Right. So the deck was very very like 
get your creatures out. If they stay out, you just have whatever options you want. And then my Brobnar was really good um, if I got the creatures out and then I got the Fight Matters stuff. And I, that was what happened in my last three rounds, especially this last round. I, would got, I, got the, I got the creatures out, and then I got Blood Money and War Song, and I'm like, this is great, they're ready, I'm going to play Blood Money and War Song and, uh, and just like crack in with all, like, all four of my Brobnar yeah, things. Yeah, clubbing some things. Because yeah. the, the great thing with Brobnar when that happens is that you get a benefit from fighting, but also if there's nothing left to fight, you just reap, yeah. and you're fine. Yep. They're, they're like, it's, it's a great, you know, if, if things line up the way that my deck finally decided to have them line up in, you get that, that double of like, do I care about killing your creature? No, I'll just reap. Yeah, I, I will say one of the things I learned about Brobnar here was that redundant effects benefit Brobnar so much. Yeah. Just because, like, fighting is so, like, like, their big thing. Like, if you have, like, I had two war chests. It was like, oh, well, I don't care about cracking in because I'm going to get double the amber for cracking in. Like, you know, so it's just like, you know, think like having a headhunter that gives you two every time yeah. you swing. Like, it's, it's worth more to fight than it is to yeah. reap, which right. is sweet. Super <laughs> good. So, like, yeah, I, it, I, I did find that a lot of the, uh, like, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't say that even, like, Code Amarin's deck was, was fast, though. Like, it was definitely fast, but he just, he just had, like, the... the Right answers. Yes, like, timing. Uh, so and, yeah. and the right yeah. thing is the right time. That's well. There's, that's there's, it. you know, how good is your deck? How good are you as a player? And then just straight up luck. Yeah. Did you get yeah. the right cards yeah. in the right order? Did right. your opponent not get the right cards in the right order? And yeah. and I would, I would like to call out after round two, Ryan. No, at the beginning of the day. Yes, he Ryan did. Wrote down three yeah. and three. He I, did before we I started. Before game one, Ryan wrote down three and three. And after game at the, at the end of game two, me and Ryan both said. Round four, five, and six. Yep. It's where we're going to come in strong. Yep. And we both won four, five, and six. <laughs> yeah. And you, you know what? I would rather lose the first three and then win three yeah. Yeah. than win the first three and, and then lose the three in a row. Yeah. Like, but, I guess that just that so, does feel better. Yeah. Yep. And today on a higher exactly. risk. And, and to, to kind of key off something you said earlier, like, I think I think there's a, an interesting thing with sealed in a, a triple sealed and then sealed in an event this size. Mm -hmm. It's just like... You know, sealed at your LGS is going to be different. Like the like, I mean, a racing deck still going to, or not racing. I don't want to throw out that term yep. in that sense because, but a like speed deck, speed a like deck. A, a fast deck is going to obviously do very very well. Yep. But like, you got to think about in that small like local pool when you're only going up maybe against like ten decks, like that might change what you, how you play. Like yep. that speed deck might not actually matter like, because. I think about too, like you, you, uh, you have like a, a local four-person, six-person tournament, and you open up a speedy deck, and you only have to worry about five people potentially having bait and switch and massive ember yep. shifting right. cards. But you come here, and there's like sixty 120, people, yeah, hundred twenty people decks out there. That are like, there's you're gonna get everything. You are almost yeah. guaranteed to run into this stuff yeah. at yeah. some point, and it's a little bit of luck of the matchups, uh, at least in the early part of the day. But then after that, it's it's you know you've, your deck has to be capable of handling this. Right. Things. But I think I think to your point though, in a, in a situation this large, yeah. speed is gonna trump control, yeah. like oh, like because it it's, it. yeah because it's just like the odds of getting a control deck that's good enough to stop a speed deck right. are low because right. control needs a critical mass of the right things. Yeah, right. it needs the right amounts of these things with, right. while also still having speed. Whereas speedy decks. I feel are more prevalent, or at least decks that that you know maybe not true sixty percent ember density racing decks yeah, are possible. But you've got stuff yeah. that's like the fifty to sixty range of yeah. like you know you're you're just a ton of your cards are going to be getting you ember. And, and these aren't tuned decks, right? You're playing, you're right. playing. These people are just playing what they got the best yep. they get. Yeah. So. so there'll be more people with speedy decks than there will be people with legitimately capable control. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah. I guess that's, that's a great day. Yeah, it was a great yeah, day. Time. Awesome time. I mean, a lot of fun. All the people. People are amazing. Yeah, yeah. everyone we played. Community, uh, yeah, phenomenal folks. It was great. The, the guy I played with drove in from Birmingham this morning. It was actually one of the guys talking through earlier. Oh, nice. He's a really sweet guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was just fun to play. I'll say even even you know like going 0 and 3, everyone was a uh, a grace uh, a graceful yeah. winner. Yeah. And then going 3 and 0 the second half of the day, everyone was a graceful loser. Yeah. Like, it, it was. was not lose, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. they, they were graceful in defeat as exactly. much as the people yeah. that were graceful in victory. So it was really pleasant to. Like, I've been to magic events where like someone, you know, their their turn three isn't going their way, and now they've got like a little hissy fit going yeah. on. But like everyone was having a good time. Man, and, and, yeah. Like I really like like there was several times where just people were like, <clears throat> I mean, I, it was said to me a couple times, obviously, but like you know, but like just hearing things around me that people just saying like this is the best game of keyboards ever played. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, like that was just a a. Uh, an average like a thing that was being said constantly so it was great like i 
was it worth the money to come down here? Absolutely. Yeah, it, was, it, was awesome. it was great. It was great. And then, you know, now tomorrow, you know, we can yeah, do yeah, that's right. we casual all stuff. Yeah, that's right. Obviously, it would have been cool the day two, but none of us really truly right. expected the day two. No. Um, the fact that you got as close as you did was awesome yeah. and, like, better than, than I think any of us really expected I ourselves. Fun. I played well. That was really all. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't play perfectly. Yeah. You know, I nerfed some stuff up, but hey, had a great time. And again, playing with good people. Yeah. yeah. Well, and like you said, you either win or you learn. And I definitely, that was true today. Like, every game I didn't win, I learned. So. Uh, I will say on my round five guy was wearing a Powerline shirt from the Goofy movie. <laughs> uh, and that guy was gracious enough to let me take a picture of it and send it to my wife. Nice. She really likes that movie. Nice. I apologize. I forgot his name already, but that's fine. Round five guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah round, round five, five guy. guy. Uh, but yeah, so I think that's going to wrap up day yeah, two for a, or day oh. one. Oh, yeah, day one. We'll play yeah. some games Oh, we're going to play. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll play some yeah, games we'll tonight. We'll record it after every game. Like, no, yes. no, no, no. Uh, but, but we'll uh, we'll check back in um, day two. Yeah. People know yeah. what's going on and yeah. uh, go from there. Sounds good. Sweet. All right. All right, so day three. Day three. Day, day three. You're always a, a day ahead. I'm a day you are ahead. You're a future self. You yeah. are a future self. It, it's just how it works. <laughs> day two. Ryan abandoned us to, to commentate, so if you're watching the stream, Cool. He, he is. He is like his head is swollen. It is like he is like out of control. Yeah, no. He's it, it, all celebrity all the time now. Yeah, we're waiting for the Cascade contract to come through. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now, uh, then we'll, you know, you'll just take a seat. Right. Yeah. That'll yep. just have to be ours. Ryan will be out. Yep. Uh, so. It'll be Steve in front of the show, Brian. <laughs> Rotating chair. Rotating chair with front of the show, Brian. You can uh, apply for the front of the show status by coming to a, any of the events Steve's at. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really just means. Dragging your ass to Londonderry Boom. for a day. <laughs> um, so we, Brian and I, jumped in on a, a sealed survival, which has been pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, we got paired first game. Perfect the way to start off and make sure we can eliminate one of one of each other's decks. Yep, except somebody's going to lose a deck. Out of it. it was me. Yeah, Steve was. <laughs> uh, and that was pretty fun. You was? Yeah, I got a little tilted, but that was because I I was a little rushed. And I was clubbing like a baby seal. That was. Probably shouldn't keep it. <laughs> no, probably not. But we'll we'll figure it out. We'll uh, we'll insert like a redacted voice. Oh, mega. Yeah, Ryan. Uh, yeah, just like we'll have. Yeah, there we go. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll I'll pitch shift the voice so it sounds like Ryan, and, and then we'll just blame him. Uh, How did your second game go? Second game, second game went really good. I played against um, this uh, young guy named Adam. He mm -hmm. has a podcast called I'm gonna say, Cardboard Box Games. Cardboard Box Games. Yeah. Um, really nice guy. Um, uh, had, a, had a really good game, good solid game on both theirs. Mike deck was just a little faster than his and was able to kind of just make a crazy board state. And I think there's great ability. I got some dominators in there. This, my stuff kind of gets out there and stays out there and makes a lot of, makes a lot of ember out there. So yeah, it was just able to outpace his and, you know, he had some good, he had some good cheat sheets and all kinds of good stuff going on, but just got the three before he did. Nice. So really good game, really nice guy. Again, all the people he met two days into this. All phenomenal. Yeah. Really, really is a great community. Yeah. I How agree. about you, Steve? How was your second game? Uh, it was brutal. <laughs> it was about as brutal as our game was. Oh, uh, well, I know for you, you know, it doesn't make it for good radio, but I'm making a really a bad face now. <laughs> uh, it was... He... He just was able to control anything I put on the board. Uh, it, it was literally like if I had a board state, it wasn't staying. And, and, that, and like, he played very well. Just did not misplay a single thing and just kept me away from doing anything. I think I forged one total key. Which, I mean, I forged a key. I didn't get blown out, but yeah, it was still good. It was a good game. How'd your third game go? Third game went really well. I kind of I kind of almost felt bad for the other guy. He got, got a bad draw, and then he mulliganed and got a worse draw. And I started out with, with Dominator, um, you know, the Martian Dominator 9-1 uh, taunter in the yeah. middle for turn one play. Turn two is two witch of the eyes next to that Ow. and Niffle and that's just that was just bad news. You know, in that point he goes, well, that's probably game, <laughs> and we keep playing. But uh, yeah, that was it was again. I had an enormous board state and just lots of things that did lots of different things. So yeah, it really was able to crank a lot of amber. He was able to actually he was he got the first he got the his first key first on a key charge. So he, was, he was able to get ahead of me on on that one, and then I forged next turn, and then. And then I was able to get enough ember off that Witch of the Eye Niffle Ape. I had a vigor in my hand. I had cooperative hunting in my hand that I kept just witching, pulling back, dropping more ember. It was a, it was it was a learning thing for me. I've never had a deck that did that, so that was entertaining to learn. I kind of the first time I did it wrong, the second time I did it right, because I took a moment to say, okay, I got to slow down and think about this because I'm 
I'm pulling cards back in my hand that aren't giving me immediate amber that I can play immediately. I probably <laughs> do that before I just start, you know, moving on with my turn. So. Nice. It was, it, was, it was a good game. Again, really nice guy from Charlotte. Uh, just good, good folks to play with. So. Nice. Yeah. What was their game like? Uh, that was a much better game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and not because I won, but just because, like, it felt a little bit more like we were interacting with each other and not so much, like, one person just playing the game and telling the other person, oh, I'll just wait till I forge my three keys and then you can play. Uh, it, I had, but the, the thing was, is I, I just had an unstoppable board state. Like, I... Like oh, I showed you the deck before we, we started here, and like that that it has an untamed house that is one action, and that is key charge, and the rest of it is creatures with a hunting witch amidst the group and a Chota Hasri. And a bonkers Brobnar. Yeah, and then the the Brobnar part is ridiculous too. So there was like actually I had a literal wall of humanity. I was off my play mat like, and thankfully I was last chair, so I just kept going across. Um, and then yeah, I just had like the Reap Factory, and he was he was spending a lot of time trying to just kind of clean up, because it's just like I I had a minimum of four creatures per house mm-hmm. on the table, uh, and it just did not did not work out. I, it was just like I had this board advantage the entire time. So, but it was still he was still great to play with. You know, he was from Indianapolis, so I was mentioning we he's going to be at Gen Con as well. So oh, cool. probably see him there. So nice. really cool. Uh, so it looks like they're actually wrapping up round three here. Yep. So I think we're going to go play round four, and then we'll check in with Ryan. And then I if think we're going to... You know, yeah, we'll yeah. An appointment, I mean, we'll be Yeah, I think, uh, I think he already has a new secretary. We'll have to, you know, make an appointment with her uh, and or him. Him. Uh, and uh, go from there. There you go. All right. Thank you. Gotcha. All right. So we're on the car ride home from Logan. Uh, Who's Logan? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, so back on our way home, back home from the vault tour. So, uh, all in all, what'd you guys think? Go ahead, Brian. I thought it was great. I had a great time. You know, great community. Uh, a lot of fun. Atlanta uh, was kind of great. Haven't been there in probably 20 years. So, it was really cool to get back there and, and hang out there for a couple days. Yeah. And had a great time. It was, it was yeah. awesome place. I had a fantastic time. Uh, even though I got my butt kicked on day one, uh, everyone was pleasant. Uh, it was a, it was one of those things I didn't mind losing because everyone just made it such a fun experience that it, it you know, dulled the pain of defeat. Not that I was expecting to day two or anything anyway, um, but you know, just it, it, it always kind of stinks a little bit to lose. But uh, but everyone made it a, a palatable experience, which was just fantastic. Um, and then day two was super cool. I got to uh, if you tuned in. You'd already know this, but I got to go uh, work with, um, I believe his name is Eric uh, from the Team Sass and Kodammer in a bouncing death quark uh, and do uh, coverage, commentary on the semifinals and finals uh, of the Baltimore. So that was really cool to kind of see, you know, that all that happened live. Um, and the games were fantastic. Watching those finals games was, uh, was a real treat. Yeah. So you did you talk to Cav at all uh, after he won? Uh, I didn't. I didn't. I, so I was there while he was doing his interview. Yeah. Um, and so I was listening and everything like that. But uh, I didn't. I didn't really talk to him personally that much. Oh, cool. Yeah. I saw you got a picture of him. Yeah. I, I went up and said hi. I figured you know he's probably exhausted at this point. I'm not going to bug the guy who just did the interview <laughs> with the coverage. I don't really have anything clever to say other than congratulations, which I mean not clever, but still. Yeah, I went up and offered that. Yeah, I <laughs> did. The picture. He's a really cool guy. He was really humble, really awesome. Yeah. He had a great time, which is fantastic. Um, I mean, I, honestly, I don't. I, I I only really saw smiles, and I wasn't really looking closely, sure, but I didn't really see anyone that looked like they were having a miserable time. No. Yeah, I actually did sit across diagonally from from Cav. I didn't get to play with him. No. But uh, he, we were just like we're chatting a little bit before. Like, I mean, it was like just more like. You know, two strangers like chatting in, in in front of like the common thing. Yeah. But it was certainly you certainly a super nice guy. Like it looked like his game was going really well. I mean, it obviously went really well for him because he went to the finals. So it's funny. The only I like I played a bunch of Magic of Rondo events, Rondo release, and everything else, and it's kind of hit or miss with you know whether people are are pleasant or not. Um, and it was it was like a hundred percent pleasant. At, yeah. uh, at this, and uh, the only Magic experience I've had that's kind of rivaled that was when I went and played Popper um, for. Uh, I don't know, one of the magic things. It was one of the first times they offered Popper at like a major tournament type of thing, and everyone was ecstatic there too. So it yeah. was it was really cool to to get that for like you know 
with just Keyforge, period. Not right. just a sub-format within Keyforge. This is just, this is just Keyforge. Yeah. I mean, Brian and I played a, a sealed pod after our, you know, today. That went super well. You know, at least, like, the gameplay part, I mean, it, it kind of goes without saying. I think everybody who was present for all of this, you know, was kind of aware that, you know, the, like, gem ended up being kind of a big pain. Like, that that was kind of, like, a mainstay all weekend, if I remember correctly. Like, you know, the, the prize wall. Yeah, the prize wall got shut down a few times because it was just like, well, the gem's not working and we can't really do anything about it. Right. Uh, you know, we had to hand... So, what, our, our round four got hand-picked, right? How do you hand-pick? Because they had to make sure nobody played anybody else so they didn't want to match up anybody to play again because of, because of rankings. And the software wasn't working, so they had to go through that and they, they had to deal with some of the challenges there and Reese was lovely but, but yep. they, you know, they got it done it just took a long time yeah and then uh, when our, that round ended everyone was like oh yeah you can you know if you went 0-3 you can you know get your amber shards now you know it, you know, and then they crashed during that and then the site just wouldn't come back up oh, no. and then at the end of that like when our game was done we went to go do all of that and the, it was just like hey just email us with a screenshot of your 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 uh, keyboard profile and write your record down and your name and and we'll we'll get your your amber so oh, it's yeah. like and i gotta say the guys at cascade did, did i think a great job oh. they dealt with kind of all the challenges they ran into the space wasn't exactly what they expected right they fit everybody in the the judges that i that i dealt with and not didn't actually have any judging issues but just the talking to them yeah good group of folks uh, the people at Prizewell were great. I just thought they did a good job with what they had. Yep. Um, and I think, you know, they probably learned some lessons of things they could do better next time. Yeah. But I really think that, you know, they dealt with all the ebbs and flows that came with that really well. Yeah. Yeah. It was really unfortunate. So the, the stream was supposed to be, you know, all the top 16, really all four rounds of the top 16. Down. Right. And the hotel's internet situation was just abysmal. They had no internet code. I, I think they'd been using kind of hotspots. Or no, I'm sorry. They had an internet code for the X-Wing people, and they didn't have like an access code for Keyforge, because they hadn't streamed on day one. Right. They were just going to stream day two, and they just, like, no one had provided them, and they were expecting one. And the number they had been provided uh, to call and obtain one of these keys was a un disconnected number. So oh, they have been given the wrong number. Perfect. Yeah. And so it was the... we. I ran down to the hotel lobby, talked to them. They're like, oh, well, you know, it's the building's internet. They're, like, not our hotel's internet, so you need to call them, and here's the number. So I'm, like, calling that. We uh, got transferred to, like, we, we ended up talking to, I think, eight different people yeah. with that phone number, went through three different phone numbers, had two hotel staff people come up who still could not help us, but at least, like, put pressure on people to show up. And finally, finally... They got like the IT firm that they work that the hotel works with that the building works with. They finally got because they don't work on weekends, right? Even if there's a giant event, um, and uh, they finally got someone from there to get an access code and get it to us so that we got up in time for the uh, the semifinals and finals. So we we got we were dealing with the problems in the first round, um, but we got a little bit of it recorded just locally on on the computer. Uh, the entire second round, it was all hands on deck trying to get the internet working. So we didn't, unfortunately, get a chance to do any of the recording or commentary, <coughs> which I regret. If we'd, you know, if we hadn't been in the midst of it and, uh, and stressed out about it, we should have at least hit like start recording. And yeah. well, even if we couldn't have the audio, we at least have the video. But we were dumb and didn't even think of that uh, until it was too late. Uh, but at least we got semifinals and finals up. So you know, apologies to the, the first round and second round folks. Um, you know. It, if they don't have another chance to go to, an, to another vault tour and potentially get on camera, that really sucks, and I'm sorry, you know. Yeah. But uh, but at least, you know, at least they got to go to the vault tour. Yeah. I mean, that that's kind of part of it, too. Yeah. You know, um, it was actually really interesting. I, I was singing, because I, I had some weird... I, I, I won't say weird. I had some expectations that, like, were kind of subverted in some ways, and, like, not bad. It was just, like, I expected to get three decks that were still in a box when oh, they... Yeah. And, like... It was neat to see that they had, uh, they had some bookkeeping on all of that, and like who got what decks yeah. when you know when it came to. So if to in, in case they do it the same at every vault tour, which they, they probably will, yeah, um, you'll get a little like wrapped up package of three decks in the shrink wrap, and what's wrapping wrapped around them is a paper slip with the three deck names on it. Yep. So that they know 
you were provided these three deck names. Yep. You pick one of them, and then they come around and register it. And if it's not, they, they ask to see that slip of paper. So if the name that you're, if the name of the deck that you're registering is not one of the ones on that slip of paper, then yep. you know you got problems, son. Yeah, it keeps. It, it sounds weird to say this, just given like how good the community is, but like, yeah, it does stop you from like yep. slipping in something that so, isn't, you know. And what's funny is that even though people couldn't slip in their own private deck or anything, there were still some bonkers decks. In oh, God, sealed. so many. There was so, so many crazy. Mavericks out there, and there's lots of crazy decks going around. It's like, wow. Yeah. yeah. I got my first my first Maverick uh, in our sealed pod. I got a, a Untamed Carlo Phantom. <laughs> I don't think there's a whole lot of artifacts in the deck, so it's kind of a bummer, but... It still counts. still counts. Double Maverick. Yeah. It does have a key <laughs> charge, and it has... Uh, Choda and I think a full moon. I can't remember, but uh, it was pretty fun. That was that was that was a deck that I played against Brian and uh, he he you know myrtleized you. Yeah, Brian. Unlike yesterday, pulled a good deck today. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that one that, really worked today. That that was the you went four zero four zero. Yeah, that that's. Yep. Where was oh. that deck yesterday? So it, it was just in the wrong box. In a box. Yeah. <laughs> So what's interesting is uh, is the talked about yesterday in deck selections. Um, we got a chance to play out some more games after the day one was over. Yeah. We just you know stuck around, ground out some games, um, and I I played a bunch with my runner up choice, the other one I was debating between, and it, hands down that was the one I should have played. Yeah. It just felt like you know like like a comfortable set of clothes that I've you know been wearing for years. It was that was the deck that yeah. that encapsulated my play style and. I totally should have uh, have been playing that, and it's funny too because that that same idea of being familiar with the deck's playstyle factored in heavily in um, the the finals. The um, the style of deck that uh, I think it was uh, yeah it was Bobby was the other player. The the style of deck that Bobby was used to was not the style of deck that Cav was playing. So when they flip flopped and switched, uh, Bobby was at a disadvantage with um, the deck he was doing because. The deck that he gave to Cav to play, um, you could still do that grindy incremental advantage that Cav was used to from his deck, even though it was a, a library access Nepseed kind of combo-y kind of thing. But Bobby, having played his deck more like the combo library access Nepseed kind of thing, now was handed an incremental grindy deck, and you know, not that he's not as clear, but he, you know, he's, he's a little bit of a loss of how to play. And, and granted, some of that is luck of the draw as far as what cards you're getting and everything else, but you could. Um, the, the play style it was it was a little uh, I think it was a little tricky for him to kind of overcome the, some of that familiarity yeah um, I yeah think, I think I did the same thing with the deck I chose for yesterday I think my second choice was probably a better deck and I probably would have been more comfortable with it playing it again that last night with, with just some casual games it was it just was felt better yeah you know, definitely felt like the, a, probably a better choice but you know, I think when you when you look at them with all the the metrics and they kind of feel the same the AERCs and the SAS are kind of close yep but like Dorian said, play style, I think it just fit better with what I like doing. Yeah, I, I think I can I can echo that a lot. Uh, when we were going into, you know, when we sat there and I, I looked through my three decks and I was like, I looked at the, the first two and I, I, I just was like, I wasn't comfortable with the cards that I was seeing. And then like the last one that I actually looked at was like, I kind of just went through and I counted all the amber up and I was like, you know, if I'm gonna do anything. I'm just gonna play fast, and I'm just gonna play more. I like uh, Code Dameron like totally called me out on what my strategy was. <laughs> like when we were before we were talking, he might have mentioned it. I can't remember in our recording. He might have mentioned it there, but he 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 had my number. He was just like, "You're." It seemed like your strategy was play as many cards as possible, and I was like, <laughs> "Yes, that was actually my plan." Like it was like. I have a lot of Prince and Amber on these cards, and then a lot of things that are going to get me Amber for doing certain things. Like, I mean, I had double war chests in it, and I had a lot of Brobnar creatures, so it was like I could really, I could have really taken advantage of it. And that's how, like, that's how I won a lot of my games. So that kind of comfort level of, of just playing fast was helpful to me, where, you know, like, I played that, that one deck with you that was real slow and grindy against your, your, the, your day, day two or your second pick deck, and like it was a, it was awful. Like it was, it was like I was like, wow, I'm glad that I did not pick this deck because it was just like we had a good game. It wasn't like that kind of thing. It was just like I I went through and looked at that deck and I was like, yeah, I I made the right choice on this because this deck is bad. Like is 
<laughs> it was not my kind of deck at all. Yeah, I mean, it took you four and two. It, yeah, well, the other deck did, not the, oh, oh, the one sorry, I played. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah, the Ryan. one you picked. Yeah. The good choice you made. Yeah. You did. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you obviously made the right choice out of it. Yeah. So, I guess, uh, really quickly, uh, I do want to call out some things that were kind of awesome. I wanted to say thanks to uh, Zach and Asher for coming out and hanging out with us. Uh, that was that was a lot of fun. We went into the we went to the park bar with them and you know had a couple of drinks and talked all kinds of nerd stuff. It was pretty great. <laughs> great uh, guys. Yeah, they're really cool. Yeah, we learned about uh, Zach's uh, fandom for Twilight Imperium, which yeah. is pretty great. Um, you know, it, it was awesome to hang out with those guys again. Thanks to Co Dameron for like yeah. like really like for schooling us. Well, but but like you know like no. he, he really kind of you know. I, Came I in learned. and checked in on us at times. It was yeah. pretty great. Like it was, it was awesome. And he was, he was a, he was a pleasure to watch you. Like, yeah. He was just so happy and so energetic. And obviously, doing well, you know, does that. But even yeah. after, you know, even after he did get knocked out, he was still like super excited about the yeah. tournament. And he was just having a blast, even even after having been knocked out. So, and he was happy about the game that he got knocked out. He was like, yeah. It was just, it was great seeing, you know, that that positivity. Yeah. Know? Especially at a competitive, you know, like top sixteen, yeah. that that positivity and competitive. And again, maybe that's my magic experience speaking out, where you don't usually see that positivity uh, at all, let alone at the, the top, you know, upper echelon of it. But um, it was great. And honestly, oh, not to, not to take anything for granted. Everyone, everyone was positive right. to a team. Um, I also want to call out to you the the cardboard box games guys. Like that was pretty fun. <laughs> uh, I know Brian and I got a chance to play with them, uh, yeah. and that was that was pretty nice. Uh, anybody else wanted to call out Brian? One of the things that I was, I was, it was great to watch was that one time over on the, the top tables, you know, there was actually, there was the, the quarterfinals, like, coming down to the last two cut, and I was sitting there, I was playing a game with this really cool guy from, from uh, North Carolina, from Charlotte, um, and there was this lady that was just so excited for the, for the, the guy that was making it into the top two that was, like, from her store. The joy she had, I mean, she was just over the moon about how excited she was. She was just trying to hold it in. So it was, just, it was so awesome to see the positivity, the excitement, all that kind of stuff. It was, it was really fun. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, we met the Team Rebound guys. They yeah. were awesome. Oh, yeah, they were great. Super nice guys. Yeah, we sat next to them during the during the, the draft, I'm finger quoting. Yeah. But, like, we sat next to them during the draft. They, had a, they were having a blast yeah. the entire time. That was great. Yeah. Uh, I did play against one of them in our sealed, I think. I played next to him twice. <laughs> Never played. Yeah, well, we, me and Brian were in the uh, the the top number tables, which is where you get to sit if you're zero uh, and three. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, they were keeping so us company. Re- really high numbers. So yeah. it was really good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, like uh, if if I if I could pull it off, I'd try to make my way to Origins. But uh, I think we'll have to wait for Gen Con. Probably. It was uh, great to see how many folks that we talked to are going to be at Gen Con too. And yeah. We're doing a lot of these. Oh yeah. So, really excited for the community so before we close this up did you guys get anything off the prize wall uh, I got the Atlanta Vault Tour pin which I thought was sweet and I got the um, the Metal Vault Tour uh, keys I figure if anything is going to run out before Gen Con it will be everything other than the playmats because playmats are pretty easy to print more of if they happen to run out so I'm thinking I'm thinking those are the ones that are a little more difficult to manufacture yeah. if it comes down to it and I got the uh, the Atlanta pin. That was the one thing I wanted. I'm trying to save up my shards for for Gen Con. Uh, I got that gaming chair. Pick up the, the <laughs> chair. You know that was 50 of my friends. Maybe we can you know, all pull together. Uh, but it was yeah. Just wanted to get that pin just because it's you know you're gonna be there and it's it's unique to this event. So yeah. super excited to, to get that. This is so many neat things. So many of the maps look really really awesome. Yeah, really great. Uh, I. I... <laughs> As Zach will, will make fun of me for saying right now, because I said it like four times while I was standing in line. Uh, I got the Voltour pin, which was really fun, but I got the Scalds mat. Nice. That was awesome. I really liked that. It, it, like, grew, it grew on me. I wasn't it, a fan of it at first, but as I kind of looked at it, I'm like, okay, this is a pretty sweet thing. It just, I mean, Ryan and I played an RPG with uh, my wife and some of our friends for the longest time, and my wife played this, like, really badass barbarian like orc barbarian and uh oh, so every time that. i see like any like cool like like giants or orc people like i'm like i have to get that yeah <laughs> uh so i ended up picking up that play mat but um i guess my i, I do have a shout out that i want to do because it, it happened just before we left and while i was waiting for brian to pick me up from the parking ride i bought this um, but Burger Tokens put out the their clear plastic deck boxes for oh. sleeve decks. 
Um, so if you go to Burger Tokens, I think it's BurgerTokens.com. If if it's not, just Google it. Yeah. And hopefully BurgerTokens.com doesn't take you to some place like well, I'm sure nefarious. If you, if you Google Burger Tokens Keyforge. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but they're like twenty bucks for twenty five on both the sleeved and unsleeved, which it's a good deal. Pretty good deal. So I spent forty bucks. I got myself, you know, I bought. I bought 25 of the, the sleeved ones and then 25 unsleeved ones because I have a lot of unsleeved decks still. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like that's good value. So yeah, try it, some traffic those guys. It like, was kind of fun seeing all the different tokens. Oh, God. Saw a lot they're, of burger tokens. Saw, yeah. saw um, strategic dino. Just saw like a whole, you know, it was just neat to see what people did. Yeah. No so dice. Cool. I didn't see any dice. No I dice. Had, I had a couple. Oh, yeah, I, I actually did roll off for first player once. I'm sorry oh, no, no, that I did that, that. Yeah, rolling off. Yeah, oh, just fine. like di- I mean, dice. I mean, like no one was using dice. No yeah. one was using dice, play. coins, those kind of things. They all right. had some sort of token. Yeah. A lot of people didn't actually have a dice. There's so many flipping of the of your your uh, keys to see who goes first. Yep. Right. Yep. I, I figured I've mastered that now because I was doing it like <laughs> the key flip style. Now I just kind of flip it up in the air and let it hit the table. It seems like it worked a lot better that way. Yeah. Uh, anybody else want to? Call anything else? Uh, I want to. I want to shout out all of the KeyForge players that came to the Vault Tour and made it such an awesome experience. Yeah. Uh, and shout out Cascade Games for you know helping make it happen. Yeah. And and being patient. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I mean, I think it's like both ways. Like shout out to the people who are patient. Right. And, and then, then shout out to them for yeah, like a two-way just, street. Yeah, just being awesome and, and and being awesome in the face of adversity. Right. <laughs> at so. times. So, how about you, Brian? You got anything? I, I'm, I want to echo what Ryan said. It was it just it was great having that many people come out and just have a good time with it. And it was kind of neat. We were right across the street from MomoCon, which was just neat having that like giant anime con going on at the same time. Yeah. So there was just all kinds of crazy cool things. Like you're just walking up the escalator and Deadpool's coming down by over here, and you're having lunch with Spider-Man, and <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was crazy going into that food court. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. It was that was nuts. Uh, cool. And then though. and then yeah, and then uh, a thank you to Park Bar for being. Yeah, Park Bar was great. Great yeah. food. All right. Well, I think that wraps up the Vault Tour Atlanta for us. Yeah. Um, Thanks for sticking with us, everyone. Yeah. And uh, have a good one. Yeah. If you have a chance to get to a Vault Tour, get to one. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Bye.